In November 2023, I had the privilege of meeting and interviewing someone I really admire, visual artist, painter, and creator Yoshitaka Amano, and Akikomuke, who is also the translator for the discussion. You may be familiar with some of the worlds of Yoshitaka Amano. He created the concept art and logos for the Final Fantasy series, especially 1 through 6. He helped bring to life Gachamon, Vampire Hunter D, Front Mission, and Sandman the Dream Hunters with Neil Gaiman. From video games to comic books to art galleries around the world, his creativity shaped the generation of creatives and helped define the fantasy genre. If you see his artwork, and you certainly should look it up if you're not familiar with it already, Amano uses bold colors and patterns culminating in imaginative works that are evocative and unlike anything the world had ever seen before. Amano is also an author, creating graphic novels like Amano's Hero, Devazan, the film Angel's Egg, and soon Zan. In full disclosure, I'm still not sure how we became acquainted, but we became pen pals in the early 2000s, and we somehow worked together on a music album called Lost Frequency by my band Random Encounter. It was really great to see Amano-san in person again after so many years. I attribute many of my own creative ideas to his artwork and the worlds that he's created. And as Dark Dice has inspired so many of you, dear listeners, it feels appropriate to include this interview in our feed. His recent exhibit, The Birth of Myth, focused on the journey of success, birth, achievement, and perpetual reinvention and innovation over time. And while his art can more than speak for itself, that is the theme of today's questions. This interview was edited by myself and Finner Nielsen, retranslated by Xian Francois, and to optimize the interview for the audio format, Xian Francois has dubbed over Amano san's responses. We hope you enjoy it. How long have you like haven't seen each other? 2014. But, so that was like a, when he visited in Florida. Florida. Okay, so after that you guys work together, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that just on an email. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, for our interview today, yeah. I looked at the interviews you've done over the last 15 and 20 years, and I came up with questions I don't think you've been asked. <laughs> so, you recently stated you loved drawing as a child, and it was a constant spring of happiness. What challenges or projects still capture the childhood feeling of jubilation for you? Not much has changed since I was young, because what I'm doing now is still the same thing that I was doing when I was younger. So, every piece. You said that when you create art, your vision is to create a world people have never seen before. And you've created so many unique worlds. Where do you find your ideas, or do you have hobbies outside of art that you pull inspiration from? There is so much inspiration from things outside of art. However, when it comes to creating my art, it automatically flows out onto the canvas. It's hard to explain, and it's still kind of a mystery to me. But that's what makes it interesting. If you keep doing the same thing repeatedly, you need new and different experience for inspiration. For example, like being here, I absorb a lot of inspiration. It might not be right away, but I feel at some point in the future it will connect to something. Yeah. Another example is that I can grab many ideas and have a large amount of experiences that provide all kinds of inspiration, but in the end, I'll end up using just a small percentage of what I actually absorbed. On the topic of inspiration, You had spoken about Frank Frazetta. Are there any other artists that you enjoy the work of or aspects that pull you into their worlds? Everybody who I was inspired by has unfortunately passed away. Okay. Neil Adams. Neil Adams. I was able to meet him at San Diego Comic Con and was able to get an autograph. <laughs> also, who I really like is Mobius. It was nice that I was able to visit his home in France. The second floor of his home is his atelier. 
Mobius showed me all the projects he was currently working on at the time. Unfortunately, shortly after that, he passed away, and that was the last time I met him. I personally own many of his pieces. On that as well, uh, do you feel there's more of a camaraderie among fantasy artists now than the last 50 years, or perhaps more mainstream acceptance of fantasy art than when you started painting? From my own experiences around 1980, after I worked for anime, I was drawing fantasy sci-fi book cover art for Hayakawa Publishing Company. At this time in Japan, I'm not sure how it was in America or Europe, but fantasy or sci-fi was not a popular genre. Also, fantasy was part of the sci-fi genre in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you familiar with the works of Michael John Moorcock? Moorcock, yes. Uh, Elric of Manibane. Originally, the main characters from fantasy stories looked very strong and powerful. But when I read Michael's story, the main characters were more sensitive and even weak-minded, which was new for me at the time. Vampire Hunter D is a good example of not being part of the standard fantasy macho hero image. In Japan, there's an old samurai series called Nemuri Kyoshiro, which the hero, although looks soft, weak, and sensitive, was very strong, like Vampire Hunter D. So Japan has that kind of history in their stories, which I saw in Michael's stories, who's from the West, as well as Neil Gaiman. Like the hero, although having a very sensitive outward look, but inside was very strong. We just talked about this topic with Neil a month ago. I, I think I, was that an interview? Was that the interview? I read an interview with you and Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yeah, that was an okay. interview magazine, right? Yeah, yeah, we were talking about it for the interview magazine, but it was most of it was in the interview magazine. That looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was like they, they haven't seen each other for like, like, almost 20 years. I, I can understand. Many people illustrate their words. Your first novel, you made thousands of drawings, and then after the drawings made the words. Crafting a story from art as opposed to the other way around, what is that like? Can you describe that process more? Okay, well, there are two ways. The story first, then the art. For example, Vampire Hunter D and Final Fantasy, I would draw based off the novel story. The other way is that I create my own image art, and then create the story off the image art I design. Examples would be Hero and Zan. I use both styles. Which was inspired largely by New York, you said, your experiences in New York, the tall towers. When I went to New York, I got the idea and inspiration for Zan. In my case, I would have never got that original idea without those personal life experiences. To tell you the truth, when I went to Florida, I took a long stroll on the beach one day. I found and picked up some seashells. And along with the shells given to me by your mother, it gave me inspiration. And I created around 20 small fantasy art pieces that are yet to be released. I have lots of those types of art pieces still yet to be released. That is my, my next question. So when you draw so many pieces, um, do you just store them away? Do you use them as inspiration for new ideas? Do you make new stories? No, not really. I just draw because I want to draw. I didn't draw for anybody but my pleasure and my own memories. Kind of like a personal diary, if you will. From that, I could expand my imagination like the earlier seashell experience. It is still stored in my memory and mixed with the image of a female character, but I still haven't done anything with it yet. Was this the origin of uh, Takoman? Takoman was influenced by my experience in New York. Since Spider-Man and Batman reside in New York, I thought it would be interesting to also have a Takoman in New York as well. Are there, is there a, a plan to hear more about him in the future? Uh, yes, there is. Dark Horse Comics will be publishing something about it. That's going to be awesome. I look forward to it. I'm so happy to hear that. And I'll do my best. Um, and then when you first saw New York City, what was it like seeing it through your eyes? What was the feeling for you? Because uh, it was very inspiring. And what did you see? 
なんでニューヨークがいいかな The reason I chose New York was because there are many types of pop art that came out to Japan from New York. However, in 1997, when I went to New York, most of the artists were gone. I wanted to grow as an artist by getting more personal experiences outside of Japan. And then,、uh, did, did you wind up working with Bowie? There was like a drawing you did、uh, or started to do. This was specifically for the fashion scene back in 2004. It was not advertised at a Comic Con industry. So, not many people outside of the fashion industry knew about it. Wow. It a, it's a very good piece. <laughs> and then、um, you described Final Fantasy VI as a culmination of everything you had done up until that point.、Um, it was fantasy, it was science fiction, it was mecha, magic, coal, steam, Western, Eastern motifs. Can you talk about another project which felt like a culmination of your works? Like everything you'd learned, it was starting to click and you learned a lot on the project. I'm not going to do that. Uh, nope, just Final Fantasy VI. And the reason is because it's a continued ongoing series from Final Fantasy I. That's why I was able to do that. Well, I mean, like in growth of an artist, as, in terms of inner growth. I haven't never really thought about it that way, but I see what you mean. But there's no other series that has ran as long as Final Fantasy. When he made a, a movie, Angel Egg, that was a very big moment. And then another large moment that I seemed to look through as I was reading many interviews. Was Final Fantasy VI as being one of the landmark moments?、Uh, are there any you've done more recently that you feel have also been similar? Well, Angel's Egg's terms were already set. It's a movie, so once the story ends, that's it. It's over. With Final Fantasy, however, each episode is a different story from the last. Also, the amount of work is not that much because it happens every once in every couple years. Also, Vampire Hunter D was released such a long time ago. Vampire Hunter D, Angel's Egg, and Final Fantasy have recently become more modern lately. When I used to work for an animation company, I quit. But because of Angel's Egg, I got back involved into animation work. When I was doing character designs for an animation company, I just did my job. Whatever the company needed from me, I did. However, with Angel's Egg, it was the style I was interested in doing. Although it was very hard work, I enjoyed doing it. And you just pre- premiered it, or you showed it recently? Yes, in New York. And then it sold out in 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was it was like, seems like people waiting. Waited for a long time to watch that again, and then Amano was there, so they could take it. You know, he hasn't seen that movie for a long time either. But like,、mm-hmm. We are watching together, and then he was like, inspired by his film. He was inspired again. That's so wonderful. <laughs>、um, and on the topic of inspiration, what are some of your favorite monsters to draw from any, any monsters from history, from whatever you like? Or once you made Bomb, up? Bomb is the easiest, so I like、oh. it. Very cheap. I love that one too. Do you have、uh, a favorite monster from folklore history、um, that maybe you haven't drawn? Well, the monsters I haven't drawn yet is basically the monsters I haven't drawn. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Good answer.、Yeah. From now, the monsters I will draw will be the monsters I haven't drawn. Makes sense. And then on the topic of, of drawing things, you woke up one morning and decided you were going to make a 100 meter canvas. What inspired you to begin this new mythology series, which everyone's excited about?、Mm-hmm. Game or fantasy is to me mythology. It's about what the whole world and universe is like. There are tons of games that have their own image for mythology, such as fighting with demons, etc. In Japan or Asia, we also have our own mythology, like Bukyo, Shinto. For example, Final Fantasy, even though I created the monster characters, the origin is from Greek mythology. One time I received an offer to design a Greek mythology dictionary. So, to get more knowledge on the subject, I went out and did some research and checked online. 
what I found was my own artwork already displayed as official Greek mythology monsters. That was my image of the Greek mythology monsters. I didn't realize I couldn't trust anything I find on the internet. I really didn't know much about Greek mythology, so I wanted to learn more about origins of mythology images and stories. For Greek mythology, you can find many statues, art, and poems, but it's hard to find detailed descriptions. That's why I needed that size of canvas to interpret and present it in my own way. So, like, you know, he's been studying the Greek mythology, but it's a lot of information mm-hmm. in there, so that it so become 100 meters. So. Okay, so mm-hmm. this is... Yeah, yeah, because that's a very long story, and then he's not a writer, mm-hmm. but he, he's a painter, so it, then to do that, it, he needs 100 when I saw the Pergamon Palace, I decided to do a Greek mythology canvas. That is the symbol of Greece. Pergamons, yeah. We were just there before it closed. I know. Oh, they closed? For seven, uh, 12 years or 17 years. They are like uh, fixing it? They have to renovate the whole thing because they have to modernize it? The Pergamon 3D will still be open. So the, when he saw that one, then he decided to do um, Greek mythology. Then I started thinking that I need to do a much larger piece of work. After this convention, I plan on going to Rome, then Greece, to see the actual sites. He already has done a nine meter now. Okay. Already. What was it like exhibiting in um, Yoshi Temple in Kyoto? There's a whole Yuji Temple in Nara, Japan. It has a miniature shrine, Tamamushi no Zushi, that's existed for over a thousand years. When I saw that, I got inspiration to do a modern version of that. The mythology of the Zushi is that the Buddha's bone is inside of it. I don't know if it's true or not, <laughs> but I wanted to create my own version of it. And I asked someone to build one, and I drew on it in Kyoto. It's a universe drawn on it. That sounds amazing. Zan. <laughs> it is transcended medium. It started with Hiro, like you said. It has gone to Deva Zan, which came out, I think, five years ago. And now you're working on a animated series. Can you talk about anything? If there's other Zan things... I love Zan. Many people out there love Zan. What can you tell us? Now I'm looking for the production company to do Zan. I'm currently writing the script and storyline. So this current experience might be used for the storyline. I'm Zan planning by going to visit many cities and countries like Rome, Greece, New York, Shibuya, etc. I haven't decided yet, but soon I'll be able to release more information on it. Is there anything else you're, uh, you're excited about or would like to share in particular that you might be working on in the future? Uh, besides Zan, the large Greek canvas, uh, I want to release the large canvas to the world, not just Japan. Thank you so much for your time. Of course, thank you. <laughs> Yoshitaka Amano's gallery will soon be on a world tour, starting in Sao Paulo on March 16th, with other countries and dates soon to be announced. Links to the gallery and projects discussed are available in the show notes. Stay up to date by joining the mailing list on YoshitakaAmano.com. This interview was conducted by Travis Vengroff, Yoshitaka Amano, and Akiko Muke, with co-editing by Finner Nielsen and Travis Vengroff, music by Stephen Malin, and production assistance, translation, and dubbing by Shian Francois. Special thanks to K.A. Stats, Dennis Greenhill, Michael Viegas, A.J. Punkin, and Carol Vengroff, our executive producers, and our amazing Patreon supporters who help make this interview and all of our shows possible. This is a Fool and Scholar production. Thank you for listening.